0: The homilies or sermons contained in these podcasts were delivered by Deacon Joe Dietz, a permanent deacon serving at Christ the King Catholic Church in South Bend, Indiana, a parish of the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend. Each homily is preceded by a reading of the scripture upon which it was based. While the content is the same as the homily preached, it has been recreated for the quality of the podcast. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke while the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked all hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets were tearing. They signaled their partners in the other boat to come help them. They came and filled both boats, so that the boats were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him and likewise James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid, from now on you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. There is something fishy about this Gospel. And in order to get to the bottom of this fish story, I think we need to take a closer look at the fish in this reading. I mean, I always just kind of dismiss the idea of the fish as simply being a means of Jesus displaying his miraculous powers, and in this case, in a way that makes a significant impression on the apostles he was recruiting, who happened to be fishermen. But on closer examination, the significance of the fish catch in this narrative Is far more than simply another miracle. For starters, did you ever find the idea of the apostles leaving everything and following Jesus to be just a little bit concerning? If in fact everything included family, obligations to wives, children, and parents? I mean, did they just walk away from their family responsibilities, leaving their wives, children, and parents to fend for themselves? And this is what brings us back to the fish and, frankly, wondering about the value of the two boatloads of fish Jesus provided by this miracle. You know, you can find out just about anything on the internet these days. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. But sure enough, when I googled value of Peter's two boatloads of fish, I found a research paper on exactly that subject. A couple of folks did an extensive analysis determining the size of the boat that Peter likely used for fishing the water displacement of said boat, the weight of the boat and the crew, and ultimately the weight of fish that would have put the boat on the verge of sinking. They then determined the value of that weight of fish at the established Roman commodity price, and then using the standard labor wages at that time, determined that the catch of fish caught that day, divided among the four apostles, Peter, Andrew, James, and John, would have provided for each of them, between 12 and 24 years of wages on the low end and 18 to 36 years of wages on the high end, depending on variables such as the quality of the fish and whether or not you paid the fishermen the going wage for skilled or unskilled labor. The bottom line is that this catch of fish would have provided for the needs of the apostles' families for years and would have allowed them to leave their livelihoods behind Dedicate their time to following Jesus. The second point is that, as we just illustrated, for fishermen, fish is money. So, this great catch of fish, beyond anything they could have ever experienced or imagined, was the equivalent of pulling in buried treasure. It is no wonder that they were completely overwhelmed by this miracle. And even though the decision to walk away from the greatest catch, The greatest windfall of their lives may not have left their families without support. It did involve a decision to walk away from a material wealth they had never known. They were truly walking away from a professional and worldly success beyond their wildest dreams. Or were they? Because while they may have left it all behind to follow Jesus, They were, in fact, choosing to follow the one who provided that very windfall. Quite simply, they were following the one who could and would provide all they needed in this life and for eternity. It wasn't really as if they were leaving something greater behind. They had just been given the gift to clearly see that what was greatest, most valuable, most appealing, was not their old lives no matter how recently successful they might have been, but their new lives of personal relationship with Jesus the Christ, the Holy One of God, the Messiah, the Savior, the one who at his simple command, whether it be to lower the nets or to follow me, could and did change their lives. This is the same Jesus that calls us to give up more and more of our lives every day, And follow him more closely, more deeply, more completely. He has the power over every aspect of our lives. With a simple command, a thought, a glance, he can fill our boats to overflowing, whatever kind of boat we sail, and whatever kind of fish we seek. But what he really wants to do is free us from this world's constraints, our daily fears and anxieties, and draw us more fully and completely to surrender our lives to his care and to see in that surrender that we are not giving anything up but are truly receiving all that we need so that freed from the constraints of the world, we can more fully serve him and share the good news. No matter what awesome, powerful, wonderful miracle Jesus did, it was never about the miracle. It was about the miracle worker. For questions or comments on this homily, write to Deacon Joe twenty seventeen at gmail dot